Okay, friends, one of the biggest stresses that Exmos and new believers often struggle with, and I know this, is with the loss of community after leaving the church. It is something that we long for. We want to have those people by our side. We can't help it, but we associate that community with what church is and supposed to be, and the loss of having those people can feel kind of like a trauma. New believers, Exmos, everyone on the face of the earth, deep down, we all know that we just don't want to be alone. That lonely feeling can lead us to a lot of very interesting places, and so that is what we are talking about today. We are breaking down three pitfalls to be aware of when finding a new church. Let me guess, the world keeps telling you you are enough. All on your own, you are enough. Well, I'm about to drop a truth bomb. On your own? You will never be enough. Wait, hold up. Okay, did I get your attention? I am Shelby Hosfield, and at times I was an ex-Mormon, agnostic, a Sunday Christian, and a New Age follower, but God had very different plans for me. The whole time I was living in a very big lie, that I was in charge somehow of my own enoughness and my works were going to save me and my life. Don't get me wrong, I am all about self-help and personal development, but as a born-again, fully transformed Christian, I learned there is the world's way and there is God's way. To quote C.S. Lewis, the more we get ourselves out of the way and let him take us over, the more truly ourselves we become. You are enough not because of what you have done, but because what he has done, and he lives through you. If you are ready for Bible truths, theology, and apologetics, and wisdom from His Word that will shape your life, your confidence, and yes, your feeling of enough, then friend, you are in the right place. This is Finding Faith Above. Okay, we are not just trying to find a new church, but we are trying to build community. I know this firsthand that that is something that I still... I I long for that community, that feeling of having the people around us. And as big of introverts as we want to say we are, when it comes down to it, none of us want to be lonely. The fact is we are, we're pack animals. (laughs) We're like the wolves. (laughs) From the dawn of time, we humans have always done better when we need each other, when we have each other. It is super popular these days to profess what a closet introvert we are. It seems like everyone these days is coming out as like, I am such an introvert, actually, even though nobody would guess that. And I can honestly say that for myself as well. I'm, I'm part of this crew, I suppose. Uh, but the fact is, is even if you do recharge when you are alone, as they say introverts do, we still need people. We still get lonely. We still need community. We're meant to do life together. God did not just make Adam, he also made Eve. Genesis 2.18, it is not good that man should be alone. We need people. When it comes down to it, we want to be together. But when we leave the LDS church, or maybe you left a different kind of church where you also had a strong community, but something happened, something faltered, or maybe you are leaving a different type of community, a different type of group, and now you're venturing out because you are looking for Jesus, and we head into this next chapter of trying to find a church, trying to find a place where we can find our people, often we miss the point. So today we are going to look at three pitfalls of finding that new church and how to be close to God and build the community in the right way. Uh, You know, often I see so many people jump in and it seems like they sink into these different areas and 
And so I wanted to just address this today and just kind of talk about it a little bit. So, all right, number one, (laughs) we are looking for people like us so that we can feel accepted. That is a big part of this. Uh, This need to feel accepted, it starts young. In girls especially, it can often dictate everything about our lives, this need to feel accepted. And I mean, we can see that firsthand in what's happening with a lot of our youth today, but that is for another discussion. (laughs) That's a totally, totally different topic that I'd like to dive into on a different day. But today, we're talking just about that, that desperate need, that true need that attempt to find where we fit in in order to build this community. And we get stuck on trying to find this mythical place where everyone is just like us and we feel accepted. And this ends up being more important than actually building up the church, God's church, of which we are the body and Christ is the head. That church doesn't fit in a building or have everyone walking the same way. And uh, as a matter of fact, everyone is going to be very different in God's church. God's church is made up of the tatted ex-con who you would never suspect is just totally in line with Jesus, as well as the little old grandma who sits there and reads her Bible every morning. Uh, God's church is the homeschool mom who is doing the best she can, and also the entrepreneur who is busting her butt out there. Uh, God's church is the homeless man on the street corner. God's church is also the farmer who's working in the field. God's church is diverse. God's church comes from every part of life. And we don't wear all the same clothes. We don't say all the same things. We don't do things all the same way. God's church has one thing in common. God's people have one thing in common. God's church is made up of believers in the life and death of Jesus Christ. It is made of people who have accepted the fact that they are sinners. They are a mess. It doesn't matter how perfect they look, they are a mess. They aren't worthy enough on their own. They get that. They are um, just people who are striving, but they understand what the sacrifice of Christ was, that Jesus on the cross, that God sees us as perfect only because of that sacrifice. God's church is made up of people who know they are a mess and have surrendered to that fact and to that fact alone and that we could never be perfect, worthy, or enough on our own. God's church is made up of those people. That is what Jesus did. And because of that, we surrender our lives to him and trust God's will alone for the rest of our lives. We give it all to him. Those are the people who are part of God's church. Sometimes they're sitting in the pews. Sometimes they're not. Like I said, it is diverse and it comes from every, every part of this world. That does not come from finding a group of people that we fit in with. That can come at two o'clock in the morning alone in your living room. That is how we become members of God's church. That is between you and God, not man. There is no paperwork on this. <laughs> I always joke about that. I'm like, oh, there's, there's, God doesn't keep paperwork. He, he just wants that relationship with you. People who have made this inward transformation are not looking to exclude you. Whatever shape or color you come in, they are, they are already seeing you as part of their family. So you don't, you can just like dismiss this idea that you're not accepted there. 
because if you are if you are coming to Christ like they have come to Christ, you're already part of their family and they love you. And that's what it's all about. So people who have made this inward transformation, yeah, they see you, they see you as their brother, they see you as their sister, they see you as an adopted family member in the body of Christ's church. So number one, don't be looking for a place to fit in or for a feeling of acceptance. Be looking to know Jesus. There, you are already accepted by the only one that really matters. And this is kind of a good segue into number two. Feelings. <laughs> Feelings will get you in so much trouble. Everything should be tested against the word, God's word, the Holy Bible. It is not about a feeling that you get somewhere in your stomach or whatnot. It is it is so much different than that. If I ever, and I mean ever, if you ever hear something in church and you get a feeling about it or anywhere that you are, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you get a feeling about this, that does not make it right. And and I'm just going to say that flat out. I'm, I know that I'm not always right. It doesn't necessarily make it wrong. It makes it something Holy Spirit is telling you to pay attention to. Then what you do is you go read God's word because that is the only way that you truly know. The Bible actually tells us over and over feelings will get you in trouble. It is not about a feeling that you get about something. So when you walk into a church and you're like, oh, I just felt the Holy Spirit. Maybe you did. Maybe you did. But what is Holy Spirit trying to tell you? You need to go and you need to test that against God's word. So if you go to church and it feels weird, different, and uncomfortable, that does not mean it is right or wrong. It means Holy Spirit wants you to dig. He wants you to really figure out what's going on there. And unlike in Mormon church where I grew up, where we just prayed and prayed for that feeling, and I remember, gosh, it's eight years old, just over and over again, God, please just tell me this church is true. And, and just looking for a feeling that is not what we want to be doing here. We're going to pray. Yes, of course we are going to pray. We're going to talk to God. We're going to give it all to him. We're going to tell him, look, I had this feeling about stuff and I really am looking for some direction, God, and please help me to know your will in this. Please give me some direction in this. And then we're going to go read his word because that's why it's called his word. That's where he speaks to us. <laughs> so we're going to go read his word so that he can tell us what that really means. And with that, I like to always go back to some great ways that you can research the Bible and figure out what it is saying about things. And a lot of it is just some meditation time. You know, you read it and then you have to kind of sit on it. What is God trying to tell me about this? What is he talking to me about this? And it's not like something that we just go to and we can just like, like an index, like flip it up. Like, okay, we want, need to know this answer to this, this, and this. Sometimes it's more like, we pray and God points us to a certain passage and we're like, I don't have any idea how this applies here. And you need to sit on it for a little bit. And maybe you need to read it again. And you need to meditate on it again. And you need to, to really soak it in and figure out where God is trying to guide you. Because it's crazy how he works. I mean, he always ends up giving you the answer. So if something a pastor says doesn't quite sit right, go to the Bible. See what God has to say about it. If you're uncomfortable about how this church sings, I know that's a huge one. Worship is always like, oh, this feels so uncomfortable to me. Go to the Bible and read what it says about praise and worship. Go to Psalms. I mean, basically the entire book of Psalms is like 
all us singing and praising. <laughs> That's what it is. But go there and figure out, is this, does this actually sit right? Why is this feeling funny to me? Is it because Holy Spirit's saying, yes, daughter, you need to be here in this? Or is he saying, no, this is, there's something funky about this and you need to, to read what God has to say about it. If you get a feeling about how Sally prayed after the other day at the end of service, go to the Bible and read about what God says about prayer. Feelings are indicators. They are not evidence of truth. I know this is going to feel like a wild departure from your maybe your LDS upbringing or popular self-help or mainstream pop culture way of doing things where your feelings dictate everything. But as a Christian, God is the CEO. He is the president. He is the father of our life. What he says goes. So go read your Bible. <laughs> if you want recommendations for Bible apps and studies to help you do all of this, follow the link in the bio that I have at the end of here, the link that I have, you know, just right at the top of the show notes, because uh, that can take you to my resource uh, page that has apps and uh, Bible studies and videos and all sorts of things that I love to dive into when I'm trying to figure some of this stuff out. And it really will speak to you in such amazing ways. So jump on there and you will, yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to help you out so much. So go ahead and take a look at that. Okay. So that is, um, oh, and then I wanted to say this too, the version Bible app, that is a must because you just on your phone, you can go on there, you can hit the little search button, and you can search all sorts of stuff. And then you can read it in like a million different versions. And yes, all the different versions are okay. Go back and look at some of my other episodes in my podcast about all of that. Because yes, you want to just, you want to be able to understand it, you want to be able to figure it out. So the version Bible app, totally recommend. All right, so we're moving on. Well, let's recap on number two, feelings, feelings will get you in trouble. You need to go to God's word. So if you're in a church and things are, you're feeling things, don't go off those feelings. That is a pitfall. You need to go read God's word. Okay, number three, a big pitfall, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> a big pitfall that I often see, uh, and th this happens a lot with people who have been believers for a long time, and uh, they kind of just get trapped in this whole circle of things where they really want to know what is in it for me? I don't feel needed and I need to feel fed. And um, especially during the COVID time, fellowship was not so easy. So many things had to move online and we became, you know, Bible studies of squares on Zoom rather than a warm hug from a friend. And it was super easy to feel like, what am I really getting out of this? My soul is not being fed. This is what I want. And I, 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 I. And a very wise older Christian woman, no doubt reading the room <laughs> when I was in one of these Bible studies at one point, uh, gave us a little bit of wisdom that I just, I think of this all the time and I try to remember it all the time in every setting that I'm in, is that part of the body of Christ, we don't come to fellowship wondering what we're getting out of it. We come knowing God's will for us is to bring our gifts from Holy Spirit to the body of Christ. Us being in that square on Zoom that night could mean that that person that was struggling, that was wondering whether or not they were even going to show up, but that person that was struggling was able to hear exactly what she needed to hear to bring her to Jesus because we came, because we were there. 
And you never know what someone needs to hear. And you may think that you don't have a whole lot to offer and that you're wanting something to help you grow. But there's somebody else that's behind you on their journey and they're looking to you for help as well. So we are needed in God's church. The greatest commandment is to love God with all of our heart, soul, and mind, which means we trust his will and to love our neighbor as ourselves. This means in short, it is not about us. It's about God's will and the love we have for others. We may be thinking, I don't know if I even want to go to church. Can I just learn about Jesus at home and teach my kids at home? I hear this all the time from people who have left the church because I get it. I mean, it feels like it feels like a lot to sign up for something again and, and put yourself out there again. And so can't we just do this on our own? Can't we just teach our kids about Jesus on our own and not have to worry about ever being part of a church again? I absolutely know this feeling myself, but remember what we said about feelings in pitfall number two. We have to test them against God's word. And what does he have to say about it? Just like we talked about at the very beginning of this, we are not meant to do this alone. God tells us we are not meant to be all by ourselves in this. He also tells us that we are meant to be part of the body of Christ, meaning we might be an ear or a leg or a toe or the heart. Okay, so we're not talking like members like in a country club. We're talking about members like my my fingers are members. <laughs> That's legitimately what Paul is talking about in the Bible, in the New Testament, when he is talking about the members of a church. He's talking about that we are all part of the body of Christ, meaning we are the pieces. We are an eyeball. We are hair. We are whatever. That all come together. And if the entire body is made of one thing, then it doesn't actually help the body to grow. We have to all be different. We have to all have our pieces. We come to the body in God's will, knowing what we can bring to this world through him. It's not a church of stone and bricks. It's a church of the people, the body that brings his peace to the world. So you are absolutely needed in his body, in his church. And Instead of us thinking about what we are getting out of it, let's think about what we can give, what God is actually wanting us to give to his body. If you're wanting to read more about God's church and the body of Christ and what that truly means biblically, then you can go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, read all about that. Paul also kind of sprinkles that in all throughout the New Testament. So going back there and again, doing what we talked about earlier is bringing it back to God's word. You want to know what God's word says, but I just want you to know, you are absolutely needed in his body, in his church. Absolutely, 100%. Okay, so today we talked about what are three pitfalls of finding a new church that you should avoid so that you can get close to God and actually build that community. One, do not look for a place of people just like you. I understand it is very tempting to want to just go where we absolutely fit in, but look for true believers wherever that may be and be that, be that true believer wherever you are. 
Number two, do not rely on feelings. Feelings can be indicators, but they are not the truth. God's word is the truth. So test everything against his word. So if you are in a church where things are not biblical, they are not going the way that they should be, that's that's a huge red flag that maybe you are not in the right place. We don't want to fall into that that pitfall of just going off of feelings. We want to test it against his word. And thirdly, don't seek a place to feed yourself. That can leave you unfulfilled, unneeded. Love God's people and know your role is not to receive, but it is to give. Know that you hold a very special place in God's church. And he wants you there. And like I said, you are absolutely needed in his body, in his church. Okay, friends, I really hope you enjoyed this episode today. So guess what? This podcast is back at it. And I am so excited to be back just full on doing this because uh, this is where God wants me. Regardless of how many times I want to act like Jonah and go the other direction, this is where God wants me. (laughs) So I am going to continue to be here and to pour into his will and his word and what he wants uh, for me to say to hopefully bring you to a better place and that better relationship with God and to find faith above. All right. So on Wednesday, we will have another episode out. It will be a Wisdom Wednesday mini episode. And then we are going to have an interview on Friday. And I really hope to, uh, to have you guys listen. If this episode spoke to you and if it really truly moved you the best way to thank me for this and to continue to do what God wants us to do in, you know, sharing his word, um, is to leave a five-star review that really helps because it helps the whole algorithm nonsense that happens with all of these podcast stuff that actually gets it into more ears. And then also, I just love to hear what you guys have to say. I love to hear what you think. And I love to hear, uh, just where we can go with the podcast. So another way you could do this is at findingfaithabove.com. If you scroll to the bottom, you can leave me a speak pipe message and then I get to actually hear your voice and your words and I love that and it's so cool and I am so appreciative to those who have reached out and left me a message Um, I hear you it's amazing Uh, also you can always share this with a friend if you know somebody who is kind of going through a hard time right now and really could use a a good word then go ahead and share it with somebody means the world to me means the world to all of those who are um, trying to bring more Jesus All right, I will see you guys on Wednesday. 